Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Bitcoin is down. Mining is up. And we have a bill of rights. That's coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everyone. Tuesday, November 16th, 2021. I asked a question at the end of the show yesterday. Who actually listens to the end of the show? And Tim wrote in and said, I start my mornings by setting up a queue of podcasts in Apple Podcasts. And I am too lazy to jump in and skip your closings. Meaning he wants to skip my closings, but he's just too lazy to skip them. Especially since the show's already so short. So I listen to it every time. Tim. And Tim, thank you for writing in, meaning that you, you listen to the show, you listen to it all the way through. I appreciate that. Uh, by the way, you know that there's not much feedback for podcasters. I was talking to a guy who called me up randomly the other day who just wanted to pick my brain as a podcaster. And he was asking me about, you know, making an app that gave more feedback to podcast hosts. And I was like, man, I would really love something like that. Because look, like YouTube you get some kind of feedback. You see the comments. You see people like engaging with your content. Here, I just have to like, hey, you guys want to email me? Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. Let me know that there people actually exist. Look, I see that there's numbers and people are listening because I see the number go up, but I don't actually understand who is listening, how you're engaging, what your thoughts are. And that's the biggest drawback about podcasting is you get no feedback to what you're putting out there into the world. So, Tim, I appreciate you writing and everybody else who writes in to ask questions, leave comments. And also, when you go to Apple Podcasts, you like, subscribe, and you leave comments there, that makes a big difference, too. And by the way, Tim, I'm just like you. I wake up every morning, and I listen to about two hours of political podcasts, as well as read crypto news. And I queue them up as well. However, I skip my endings. I just want to get straight to it. I also skip the beginnings. I just want the, I want the meat. Give me the, the meat. I want to get straight into it. So that's why one reason I make the podcast the way I do, because I just also want a nice, quick, concise show because I know people just want the content. Speaking of that, let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 9.53 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is down bigly, down 6% in 24 hours. It dropped under $60,000 for a brief moment. I don't know what happened. Everyone's saying it's the infrastructure bill passing and it just tanked the crypto price. It tanked the stock market. I don't know how that's related, but maybe because they know what's happening. This is my, my, my thought, my guess of this whole thing is that they saw that this is going to get passed. There's a lot of money there for different things, different projects around the country, and money is going to be reallocated to those different projects, hoping that there's going to be great returns from these different investments going into our economy. So that's what I'm thinking. Who knows? 
but Bitcoin is sitting at $61,217, down 6% in 24 hours. Ethereum's at $4,335, down 7.5% in 24. Binance Coin number 3 at $594, down 7.3%. Tether's in the number 4 spot, and Solana's in the number 5 spot at $226.37, down 6.5%. Rounding off the top 10, we have Cardano, XRP, Polkadot, USDC, and Dogecoin. Total market cap is, oh no, we're at $2.65 trillion. Oh no, it's so bad. Do you guys remember like last year, if you guys have been listening to the show that long, when we were trying to even break a half of half a trillion dollars and that we never thought we'd see a trillion dollars. And now we're just like always jumping around $3 trillion. Whoever panics right now and is panic selling, unless you're buying BTFDing, buying the effing dip, y- y- y'all, y'all tripping. BTC dominance, 43.2%, and then F dominance of 19.3%. Now it's time for Coin of the Day. Our Coin of the Day is number 1,000. Random number generator on Google gave me number 1,000 today. It's Float Protocol, and its ticker is Bank, B-A-N-K. Its price is $125.80. It's down 12.8% in 24 hours. Market cap, $15.7 million. Fully diluted market cap is $21.5 million. The all-time high for this token was, holy crap, $1,603. That's down 92% from its all-time high set eight months ago. And its all-time low was set eight hours ago at $9.32. Uh, so, wait, it's... Eight hours ago, it was at $9.32. It's up 1,240% in eight hours. It's at $125.80. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just super confused what the hell is going on with this coin. Um, let's read what it... Well, first, let's see where we can buy this. Obviously, shitcoin mecha, sushi swap, and that's pretty much it. So what does this coin do that allows it to go from $10 to $125 in 24 hours? And I kid you not, this is what it says. I'm almost kind of laughing at this. This is what it says on this website. Float protocol, DeFi money. Decentralized finance needs stability, but we can do better than the dollar. And I'm just re- <laughs> and just remember, it went from under $10 eight hours ago to $125. I just told you. Uh, float tracks a basket of digital assets instead of trying to exactly match the price of a dollar. It is designed to change value over time, corresponding to your digital purchasing power. Um, Yeah, crypto native supports only a basket of crypto assets. The perfect collateral protects your purchasing power. Decentralize. I I don't know what this does. And I've been there's no actual big like explainer or video or good summary of what this does. But all I know is if you have on your website, the first thing you see is decentralized finance needs stability and you just had that kind of fluctuation in less than eight hours i am already turning you off um i will see you when you pop into the top 500 not the number 1000 and you're not having massive 1200 percent fluctuations in eight hours that is float protocol ticker bank maybe i'm missing out on because i didn't want to go deep dive into this let me know if you huddle let me know if you know about this Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co, number 1000 Float Protocol. Moving into today's headlines. 
DeFi trading platform Injective Protocol is kicking off its mainnet launch today. The platform followed the launch with the rollout of a $120 million incentives program. Built using Cosmos, Injective Protocol is attempting to become DeFi's Swiss army knife of decentralized trading platforms by offering a suite of different financial instruments. According to the marketing materials, tradable assets would include Bitcoin and NFTs. And the team is adamant about adding synthetic assets like tokenized stocks and gold. The head of Injective's business development said this, The incentives program is expected to run for the next five years. The program will be used to attract new market makers to the protocol, as well as to provide traders with rebates on fees that they incur for using the platform. As you guys know, China banned Bitcoin. They banned Bitcoin mining. And so all of the miners had to leave China and they went to the United States, especially Texas. Why? Because it's sunny and flat and very crypto friendly. But it's, it has a little bit of problem, a little bit of drawbacks over there. As a fellow at the Center for Energy Studies said, they're energy hogs. I don't think that in Texas we've actually done a bad job in terms of anticipating growth. I think where we missed it is in understanding the sensitivity of the system to breakdowns. Well, what they're referring to is there is the power grid, the rolling blackouts, the energy suck. How are you going to make so much power when you have people flocking to Texas, not only charging electric cars and using the power grid differently than they used to before, but now mining Bitcoin? Well, the good thing is, is the bipartisan infrastructure framework, the BIF, or which is now the BIL, the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law, is going to address the power grid. But with that addressing the power grid, we also have to address how we're using the power grid. And, well, I can promise you there's going to be lots more discussion and debate to come. Speaking of China banning crypto, well, they're taking it very seriously. The Chinese Communist Party, or the CCP, has expelled an official for allowing crypto mining to occur, among other party infringements, says an announcement. The announcement continued to say Xiao Yi, who is the person who allowed this mining to occur, seriously violated the party's political discipline, organizational discipline, integrity discipline, work discipline, and life discipline, constituted a serious job violation, and was suspected of taking bribes and abuse of power. Yowzers, that's a <laughs> that's that's pretty that that hurts. That hurts. Reading it makes me go, ooh, you're in trouble. Well, Xiao Yi, I wish you the best. Hopefully you have multi-sig. Remember, not your keys, not your coins. On Monday, Twitter's chief financial officer, Ned Siegel, said that investing in crypto doesn't make sense right now due to extreme market volatility and the industry's lack of accounting rules. And I can tell you right now, that is so true. There is no accounting rules for companies, for political campaigns to take Bitcoin. It is really just like this void of uh, structure, of guidance. There's no clue. Nobody has any clue. So you're making up rules as you go along. Same with companies that are trying to set up in the crypto space and use these tools of DeFi and so on and so forth. And then you get the hammer brought down on you and they say, hey, you're not supposed to be doing that. And you're like, it doesn't say you can't. Well, they say, well, it doesn't feel like you can. Maybe you can't do that. And then you have to go through like the whole process. <laughs> it would be great if there was just some guidance on what you can do and how you can operate in these different sectors. Siegel noted that in order for Twitter to invest in crypto, the social media giant would have to change its current investment policies, which currently only permit the company to hold stable assets like securities on its balance sheet. And finally, Binance publishes 
a crypto bill of rights. And here they are. Number one, every human being should have access to financial tools like crypto that allow for greater economic independence. Number two, industry participants have a responsibility to work with regulators and policymakers to shape new standards for crypto assets. Smart regulation encourages innovation and helps keeps users safe. Number three, responsible crypto platforms have an obligation to protect users from bad actors and implement Know Your Customer KYC processes to prevent financial crimes. Number four, privacy is a human right and personality identifiable information PII data should be subject to strict levels of protection. Number five, crypto investors have the right to access exchanges to keep their funds secure in safe custody with comprehensive deposit insurance. Number six, health markets should maintain a robust level of liquidity to ensure a stable and frictionless trading environment. Number seven, Regulations and innovation are not mutually exclusive. Crypto investors deserve safe access to emerging technologies and practices, including NFTs, stablecoins, staking yield farming, and more. Number eight, closing the knowledge gap is essential when it comes to crypto. Users have the right to accurate information on crypto assets without fear of falling victim to unfair or deceptive advertising. Number nine, Marketplaces that offer derivative investments should be subject to appropriate regulations. This ensures all users meet eligibility requirements and that their transactions have fairly settled. And finally, number 10 of the Crypto Bill of Rights, crypto regulation is inevitable. Users have the right to share their voice on how the industry should evolve with their blockchain platform of choice. What do you think? of Binance's CZ Zhao's Bill of Rights, let me know. Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co Thank you as always for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget Apple Podcasts. Like, subscribe, share, comment. Very important. DeemerforCongress.com Send me some money. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Help get crypto people into Congress so we can fulfill these bill of rights that's if we actually agree with them i'm gonna have to ponder that again matthew aaron at decrypt.co and until tomorrow happy hodling everyone <laughs>